This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Equity Mind! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you can Welcome to another episode of the Equity Mates Summer Series, proudly brought to you by Superhero. Over 12 episodes, we're deep diving into some of the most exciting, interesting, and well-known companies from both here in Australia and over in the US. In some instances, we'll be hearing directly from the CEOs to give you first-hand insight into their companies. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm good, Bryce. We often ask uh, our expert investors what's the best company they've ever seen, and surprisingly it's not alphabet no it's not apple no it's not microsoft sometimes oh sometimes microsoft (laughs) it's also sometimes alphabet but number one in terms of uh most given answer in 2021 realestate.com.au yes and that is the company that we're looking at today rea group that's it uh fascinating company and we're going to dig into it in a moment so we want to give Uh, A shout out to Superhero who have uh, sponsored the summer series. Superhero allows you to buy Aussie and US shares and ETFs with no monthly account fees. And you can now earn Qantas points with Superhero. So visit superhero.com.au slash Qantas to learn more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions and fees and charges apply. But you're right, Ren, REA Group. um, It's one of those companies that keeps on chugging along and is uh, tied to one of well, Australia's favourite asset, housing. Yeah, Bitcoin. I mean housing. <laughs> <laughs> so look, the ticker for REA, if you're playing along at home, is literally REA. You can grab it on Superhero Platform if you want to check out more. And just a reminder before we get stuck in that uh, you can win $1,000 into a Superhero wallet uh, to start trading today just by listening to this episode, heading across to the Equitymates Instagram page at Equitymates. And for the corresponding post for this episode, just drop in one of your favorite facts from this episode. Ren and I remember every single fact that we talk about. So if you make it up, you're not going to win. How many uh, companies in Match Group's portfolio? 45. I think it was 46. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I was close. But uh, yeah, leave a comment that uh, is one of your favorite facts from REA Group and uh, we'll choose a lucky winner and announce it on our stories at the end of this week. And uh, you could walk away with a thousand in a trading wallet at Superhero. So thank you, Superhero. But let's do it, Ren. REA Group. What is it? 
Well, Warren Buffett often spoke about uh, buying the only toll road in into town. Yes. The ability to raise prices, the ability to just tax any traffic that wants to come into that town. Toll roads these days, they're difficult to buy because Transurban bought them all. Yes, <laughs> and they're very expensive, very expensive. But if you were looking for a toll road on the Australian housing market, REA Group is as close as you're going to get. <laughs> Every house that's sold in Australia pays a bit of a tax to REA Group to uh, for the privilege of being able to be sold. And REA Group sits across the Australian housing market, aggregating all of them and... Um, Setting the price, really? Yes. What a what a uh, what a winder. Uh, toll on Australian property. REA Group. Most people know what it is, so I don't think we need to get into too much. It's a property listing website. It owns realestate.com. It owns realcommercial.com.au, and it also owns flatmates.com.au, and has a bunch of other businesses in in mortgages, um, mortgage broking and product services for property and those sorts of things. So a bit of a conglomerate in the in the property space. Yeah. Was was started by News Corp or did News Corp buy I it? think I, they took a uh, majority ownership okay. stake. And then Domain was started by Fairfax? Not t- I'm not tight on that. Okay, yeah. yeah. But either way, News Corp and R, uh, owns a fair bit of REA Group and – Fairfax owns a fair bit of domain. Yeah, News Corp yeah. own majority stake, I think 60-odd percent or there. Yeah, events. okay. Yeah. Probably the, the only thing that has value in News Corp. We, big time. One of the major contributors to the value of News yeah, Corp yeah, is yeah. Rhea Group. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, anyway, we maybe we do, something, we do News Corp later because that is a fascinating company going through transition. Whereas REA Group, not so much going through transition, just going through continual growth. It has a dominant market position in Australia and yep. we, we will get into the numbers of the REAV domain um, a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, dominant position in Australia and it's now trying to expand horizontally, so into adjacent products and services. It owns Smartline Home Loans and Mortgage Choice. Yep. Um, so it's... I guess getting into the mortgage adjacency. It also owns PropTrack, which is a leading provider of property data services, but it's just also trying to expand geographically as well. It owns a controlling interest in REA India. It owns businesses in Hong Kong, China, and the US, uh, as well as Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, and Indonesia. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, another fun fact, the CEO's name is Owen Wilson. He's not the actor, but we are lucky enough to have him on the show to uh, chat about his company at the end of this episode. So make sure you absolutely stick around for that to understand why so many experts think it is the best company that they've ever seen. Now, we say that Australians love property, but here's how much Australians love property. Think of the biggest online brands in Australia. Google. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Twitter. Probably. Uh, Woolworths. Mm, maybe. <laughs> CBA. But, uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh, but realestate.com.au is the eighth largest online brand in Australia. Yeah. So it is front of mind for a lot of Australians. I mean, that makes sense. The Basically, if you're going to sell a property in Australia, you list it on REA and then you most people also list it on domain. But I think that the real power that REA has 
And the reason that a lot of the expert investors we speak to say that REA is the best business is because REA comes first. Mm. Property man, like real estate agents list on REA before domain and if for whatever reason, if they can only afford to list on one, it's REA group. Mm. Given that it's in a bit of a duopoly, poor domain, um, they've got a bit of work to do to catch up. So, Ren, let's take a look at the industry because it is massive. Uh, the Australian residential real estate industry is $9.1 trillion and the market size of the real estate services industry uh, is expected to increase just shy of 12% this year uh, off the back of growth of three and a half over on average between 2016 and 2021. But uh, it's also an advertising sort of behemoth as well with just shy of a billion dollars in total being spent in that space over the last, what, 12 months or so. Yeah. Now, here's a quote from the AFR and this is uh, this highlights the importance of being clear when you write. I'm going to read you the paragraph. You tell me what it means. Okay. The total value, so the $9.1 trillion of residential housing, Yeah. the total value of residential real estate in the country is now 28.2% higher than the estimated value of superannuation, the ASX, and commercial real estate, according to CoreLogic data. Now, are they saying superannuation, the ASX, and commercial real estate combined? combined? It sounds like it. Yeah, because if that Cause is that's true, huge. that is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I would be surprised by that because I... I mean, maybe, maybe. Super is Super, yeah. enormous. But yeah. look, $9.1 trillion, it's, it's a lot. It's not small. It's yeah. a lot, yeah. yeah. So look, there's no doubt that the industry that real estate uh, REA Group is playing in is massive and we're experiencing some huge tailwinds in, in real estate at the moment given, um, you know, what's happening with interest rates and bank liquidity and that sort of stuff. And, you know, the success of real estate uh, REA Group is often tied to the uh, success of house prices. And, and let's let's be clear why that is. So um, in uh, the past 12 months, home values climbed 20%, 20.3% according to this data. If you're selling your house and you're seeing prices rise that much, however much REA Group are raising their prices, you're willing to pay it because the majority of housing, housing searches start on domain or REA and then people find out, find houses that they like in the area, then they find out auction times, then they find out who the agent is. Like it is the first point of discovery in a housing market. Mm. And if you're selling and prices are rising so quickly, you are going to pay whatever you need to pay to get in front of potential buyers. That is why I started this by saying they're the toll road on the, the housing industry because they just have pricing power. They can say, you pay us, or no one will know you're selling. Mm. Some people might drive past that for sale sign out the front of your house, but most people don't stop. Most people are like, I'll look that up on REA or Domain later. Absolutely. So that is the power of this business. The question becomes if the housing market starts sliding 20%, how much pricing power does REA and Domain have Will they be able to raise their prices? The unfortunate thing for us trying to do that analysis is in the time that REA Group has existed, house prices have never slid. (laughs) So it is purely academic. Yeah, well, I want to talk to Owen about this because he actually quoted in their latest results that he believes they actually perform better in a slower market, not a declining market, but a slower market than what we're seeing at the moment in terms of house price price growth. Didn't elaborate on that, but I'm interested to understand why. Let me posit a reason why. 
So Talk Money to Me, another podcast in the Equity Mates stable. Uh, Candace and Felicity spoke to si- Simon yeah, from, yeah, from uh, Lux, Lux Listings, Listings yeah. and he was talking about the amount of off-market transactions. Because the market was so hot, all of the really in-demand property was just being sold before, before it even yeah. needed to list be- publicly. And so maybe when a market is this hot, um, Doesn't pe- even get on. people are just getting above the price that they want uh, without having to go through any of the traditional channels of REA group domain, auction, open houses, all that stuff. And so maybe when the market's less hot, you need to do a bit more advertising work to get people excited and that's good for REA. When a market is this hot, people are like, we don't need you. We can we can sell a house without yeah, an agent, without, without advertising, yeah. without an open house. Good thesis. Thanks. Sounds pretty, sounds pretty solid. We'll um, make sure that we ask Owen about that in a second. But Ren, let's have a quick chat about the duopoly that's going on because it's definitely a David and Goliath sort of play. Uh, so here. you put David and Goliath in the notes. Yeah. I think that is just the uh, so unfair on domain. They're not, they're not David in this situation. They're like uh, Goliath's younger brother. They're significantly smaller. Do you would you call Coles a David? No, no. The, I think the gap between Coles and Woolworths is not the gap that's between Domain and REA. You reckon? Yeah. Well, Coles is about half the market value of Woolies? Well, I mean, not necessarily on market cap. I think if you looked at market cap, probably even bigger. But just in terms of like some of the numbers around it, like the, the website visits to – well, firstly, uh, REA was first to market in 1995 and I think Domain was a few years later, 99 or 98. But the web traffic is just phenomenal. Woolies is about – Two and a half times bigger than Coles, about twenty to fifty billion. Uh, domain is three billion, and REA is twenty-one billion. There you go, David so Goliath. Seven times, David <laughs> and Goliath. <laughs> so, um, in October, this is not unique visits. This has got to be total visits. But in October, uh, this is according to REA Group's report as well. They had one hundred and forty-five million visits to their website. Okay, I think in that equated to about three and a half to four times the size of domain. Okay. So pretty significant in terms of website traffic. I had a look as well. They p- People spend longer on REA than they do on domain and they visit more pages on REA than they do on domain. Okay. And there are more listings on REA than yeah. there are on domain. So at, to your point, as that's the, it's the first, it's the one-stop shop. Yeah. Um, if you're going to advertise, you start it. It feels like you started REA Group. This isn't a two-sided marketplace. You're not buying houses through REA's website. It has the dynamics of a two-sided marketplace in the sense that because it has more buy, it has more listings. More customers are going there to search, and because more customers are going there to search more people choose to list there if they're only going to list on one place. And so that that builds a really strong network effect, which is really hard to disrupt. It's really hard to build that two-sided marketplace because you have to get both customers and set like listers on, on. But once you get them on and once you have that dominant position, it's really hard to break. Really hard, yeah. yeah. And for those that love the numbers, I found this interesting. So REA's you know, 100% digital. You, Domain, though, still has a few of the newspaper and magazine pullouts. Yeah, Domain is still in, like, the Sydney Morning Herald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's about uh, – contributes to about 10% of their revenue, but the impact of that is on their margins. So gross margins for REA Group is between 70 to 78 
domain's gross margins 56 to 60% over the last few years. So that obviously has impact on the bottom line and cash flow and the ability to uh, invest back into the business and those sorts of things. Mm. So small nuances between the two, but could be uh, impactful over the long term. Yeah. Some people like flicking through the, the domain. I don't mind it. Yeah. It's usually when I'm traveling, that's it. Yeah. I feel like it's not good for our mental health to look at all these houses we'll never be able to buy. Well, I found this really fascinating. I think the market's so hot at the moment that a lot of them aren't even putting prices on prices on there right so it's just auction or uh contact seller and there's you know two or three years ago you could you know six hundred thousand a million whatever whatever but yeah, now it's just yeah, like yeah. contact 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 they don't want to anchor people to what could be a yeah. million dollars more yeah. yeah it's crazy it is crazy i mean we've spoken to a few people who are trying to buy at the moment and they're just like everything goes 30 to 40 percent over yeah. the uh the price guide yeah so it's like just tear the price guide up not ideal so anyway housing market's hot not a surprise <laughs> rea uh a lot bigger than domain somewhat of a surprise um but i think this business is just a beast mm. and there's probably not a lot more that needs to be said about it let's maybe talk about just the financials quickly just to give people an idea of what it looks like, but then let's jump into the interview with yeah, Owen let's do it. because I'm pretty keen for that. Yeah, sure. So uh, as we said, 21.8 billion market cap at time of recording. Uh, they've just released their quarterly results for the first quarter of FY21 and they had 22% revenue growth despite COVID lockdowns. Uh, revenue of just over a billion in uh, the financial year ending uh, 2021, which was up 14%. 693 million gross profit last year, up 10%, and some pretty um, strong cash flow with 300 million bucks on the balance sheet. So, off that billion in uh, in revenue, they did just over 300 million in profit, 322 million. So, pretty healthy margins um, yeah. as well. That's the business. Uh, obviously, 2020, it fell back a little bit. Um, there was a lot of disruptions with lockdowns and, and all of that. But just powered ahead this year again. Powered ahead and we're going to hear from Owen Wilson just after this ad break as to his views on the property market and everything that's going on at REA Group. So stick around for that, but we'll just hear a quick word from our sponsors. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. 
That's stamps.com. Code program. So Owen Wilson is the CEO of REA Group, and prior to becoming CEO in 2019, he was the CFO uh, since 2014. Owen is also a director of the Hawthorne Football Club, and we are so excited to have uh, Owen with us today to discuss all things REA Group. So Owen, welcome to Equity Mates. Thanks very much, Bryce. So Owen, we love to start these conversations by asking the CEO to describe their company in their own words. So what is REA Group? Well, essentially, we're a digital property advertising company. We've got about 2,800 employees across about four continents. Um, we are clearly the number one player in Australia with realestate.com.au. We also have the largest commercial business in Australia with realcommercial.com.au and the largest share accommodation in Australia with flatmates.com.au. Uh, we've got a majority stake uh, in a business called REA India, which operates the portal uh, housing.com and another business called proptiger.com, which um, sells apartments. We've got a 20% stake of realtor.com in the US, um, which is the number two to Zillow. And we've got an 18% stake in Property Guru in Asia, which has got the number one site by a long way in Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand and Vietnam. Yeah, wow. We're also into financial services. I shouldn't leave that off. <laughs> um, we've got we 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 originate five percent of the mortgages in Australia at the moment, and we have wow. um, bold ambitions there. And we also have a, a data business. At the moment, we monetize that by um, preparing valuations for banks, and so we've got a lot of property data and consumer data that um, is a great opportunity for us going forward. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's important to stress that REA Group is a lot more than realestate.com.au and we're excited to unpack some of some of those aspects of the business today, uh, Owen. But let, let's stick on that data point because when, when we think about, you know, the position that you hold as CEO of REA Group, one thing that uh, you must have is just so much unique data on the Australian housing market. And uh, I imagine it gives you the ability to form some pretty unique insights that we'd love to sort of tap into today. So when you look at uh, the Australian housing market, how do you assess the health of the housing market? Do you think there's anything that, you know, the financial media is getting wrong about the market at the moment? Uh, from your from your perspective, um, how's it all looking? The market at the moment is incredibly strong. And as you said, um, we have an incredibly unique perspective on what's happening. And the primary reason for that is our incredible audience. On any particular month, we have, you know, around 13 million people visit our site. And we can tell from their behaviour on their site whether they're they're dreaming, whether they're um, actually in the market to buy. Um, and we track things like visits to properties, sharing of properties, and inquiries off our platform for properties. And so we have probably the most accurate view of what's happening on the demand side for property, which underpins what's really going to happen in the market. And so that gives us a unique perspective. As we sit here today, the market is incredibly healthy. If you looked at that sort of supply versus demand equation, um, it's fair to say that the demand side of that is still stronger than the supply side. It's why properties are moving incredibly quickly. It's why house prices are still going up. And if you look forward on that, we don't see that changing anytime soon. Um, as recently as October this year, we had record buyer inquiries coming off our site, um, which shows that that demand is still there. And as we look into 2022, you know, with um, foreign students returning um, at some stage, now the borders are open, 
and, you know, the return of migration into Australia, that's only going to, I think, have an upwards mm. push on demand for property and, and therefore I think the property market is going to stay strong for quite a while. Mm. You couple that with massive bank liquidity and record low interest rates right through next year, um, I have a very positive outlook for the market. And I think that, you know, you talk about where the market might sometimes get it wrong. I'm seeing people already predicting house prices falling at some stage. Um, ultimately, if demand is higher than supply, it's very hard to see those prices coming down. And, and what we can see is the demand side, and that's still very strong at the moment. That's not what I want to hear. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what is a dreamer on your site? How do you identify a dreamer? I'm sure I would be one, Owen, that just goes on and plugs in places in Vaucluse to get an, to get an idea of what a $25 million property looks like. Is that how you define a dreamer? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I, look, I'm probably classified as a dreamer on our site too, I, I, um, or a sticky beak, one or the other. Um, I, I just love to see, I've got so many safe searches and I just love to see kind of every property that's coming, you know, on the market in my suburb around my price point. Mm. Look, the dreamers are, are typically on the site a lot. Um, they don't just look in one location. They, they're characterised by never taking that next step, mm-hmm. you know, the next step of saving a property, one of the properties they looked at, or sharing it, you know, with a, a a partner or more to the point making an inquiry and going and having a look yeah um so you know it's it's based on the activity they're doing on the site mm. yeah but no. yeah we love the dreamers because eventually dreamers become buyers that's it you know, that's that, it that is what bryce and i dream about one day taking that step <laughs> it's like the, it's like the pipeline <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> owen one question we often ask expert investors when they come on the show is what's the best company they've ever come across and uh, you'd be happy to know that REA Group is the most common response to that question. And it's pretty clear to see why REA just has this dominant position in the Australian uh, listing market, uh, which really leads us to two questions. The first one is when you look at your business, uh, really, and the Australian business in particular, how, how do you think about maintaining this dominant position and ensuring that you stay ahead of domain or any other competitors that might uh, come and challenge you? So there's two things we think about in terms of our, our market leadership in Australia. The first is our audience and, and we describe our audience as the air we breathe. It gets a maniacal focus on, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, um, our, our audience numbers. And so we spend a, a huge amount of time just continually trying to improve that consumer experience make it a, a, an even more delightful time each time you come to our site. You know, I think we've done pretty well in that, but we can never, ever rest. You know, tech is changing. You've got um, uh, machine learning. You've got augmented reality. You've got so many ways that we can see the, the way that people look at property changing over time, and we need to make sure we stay ahead of that curve. The second element is um, on the customer side, and, and so you know, we describe our audience as consumers and we describe um, the agents who, who put the advertisements on our site, um, the property listings on our site, as our customers. And, again, it's con- making sure we're continually driving value to them with more leads, better leads, more information about the leads um, so that they can see the payback of having all the listings on our site, which gives that kind of exchange with our consumers as well. They know they come to our site, you know, and they get, you know, one of the richest property um, content experiences you can get in Australia. I guess the follow-on question, if we just think about the domestic market, because we'll touch on international in a second, but where do you see future growth coming from if you have such a dominant position at the moment? 
So there's many areas. Um, you know, if you think about our core um, buy-sell offering, you, we monetize um, effectively the sell side through people um, paying to list properties on our site. But we also know that a lot of people, consumers come to our site when they're thinking to sell. And again, we can tell by the behaviour, they're looking in the sold section, they're looking at kind of historical transaction and information on properties rather than what's for sale. And um, we've never monetized connecting um, those prospective vendors with our customers, and yet there's a huge value there. There's still an enormous play on data. You know, we've got the richest property data in the country. We're building out new valuation models every day, and, you know, we, we see a great opportunity there. Financial services is another one. You know, we currently originate about um, 5% of the mortgages in Australia at the moment. We see a huge opportunity there, effectively to be the Switzerland of mortgages for consumers. Um, what we want to do is get you the best deal and get it to you the quickest that we can. And so we've got plans to digitise the mortgage process. We've got nearly 1,000 brokers uh, across Australia who can meet with you and give you the advice for free that you need and, and try and get you the best deal um, in the market. And so, again, connecting that audience with our finance um, offering is, is an enormous opportunity. There's still also, um, we think, a long way to go on rent. Anyone who's rented a property in Australia will know that there are enormous number of pain points yeah. across that process, whether that be, you know, the way you're, you're um, liaised with by a property manager whether it's, you know, coming up with a bond that just sits in an account and does nothing for the years that you're renting. Um, there's so many parts of the process that are painful and we think we can improve those, those um, processes uh, and, and, and um, provide a service both to property managers, landlords and tenants and make it a much, much more streamlined process. We did have a, uh, a rental idea business um, oh, yeah. bet between our mates, but Owen, if I tell you now, we might have to take it offline because it could be a billion dollar yeah, business. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk afterwards. Let's talk offline. <laughs> no, we agree. We're both renters and have been for a, a while here in Sydney and there are plenty of pain points, you know, uh, looking at the photos online and then being bitterly disappointed when you get there about the disconnect between what's posted online and the reality. And um, yeah, we had it. What was it called? Rent my. Well, we'll, we'll take it offline. We'll take it offline. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Owen, if we if we turn to uh, the the broader REA group business, because uh, a lot of people often mistake REA as purely a domestic play, but uh, as you mentioned before, you have a footprint across four continents and. Um, you know, you've got some some serious growth opportunities in other markets. Um, but as CEO, I imagine that creates a, a lot more complexity than just managing a purely Australian team. So how do you approach that task of finding these growth opportunities and then building the teams to execute on these growth opportunities outside of Australia? Yeah, in terms of identifying where to go in terms of what markets are attractive, um, there's a lot of things we look at. We look at everything from internet and mobile device penetration, you know, the uptake of data plans, the size of the of the real estate advertising market in the country we're in, the maturity of the of the move from of what I'll call old world print to, to digital. And then also whether we can, you know, it, it, there are portals in every 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 country in the world, basically. It's whether we can get a position either at number one or a number two that we think we can take to number one because you know, we think market leadership is really important in this space. And so if you take a country like India, for example, where last year we took a majority stake um, in the company we're invested in, 
It's India's the fastest growing trillion dollar economy in the world. And if you look at, you know, India's propensity to invest in property, they've got a strong kind of home ownership property ethos, a bit like we do. Um, it's a big potential advertising market. And we, we invested in um, a business that was probably number two or three, but already, you know, we've almost reached audience leadership position in that country. So we're incredibly excited. The, the kind of the potential for that market, for property, for advertising, it's, it's a great market and, and we think we can add a lot of value there and, and, and deliver value for our shareholders. Similarly, in, in Asia, we, we sold our business into Property Guru in Asia um, this year and we now have a, a stake in the clear number one in, I think, the most attractive markets in Southeast Asia, you know, Malaysia, uh, Singapore, Thailand and Vietnam. And in terms of managing those, it's, it's all about having great people on the ground people you trust, people who can get on with it, people who understand, you know, how to drive value in these businesses but and then finding the right connection points between the different markets because every one of these markets is so different to Australia. And so there are things that um, translate between markets easily and then there are others that, that don't because of the different nuances and it's about understanding, you know, where to add value and, and where not to touch certain aspects of the business because it's quite different. I'm interested to know, Owen, you know, Australians are obsessed with property. It's the Australian dream, buy a house. That's how many, many people have built wealth and it's just sort of a core of who we are as Australians. Where does that stand to other countries around the world? Like are we in the majority or are we in the minority when it comes to like our approach towards property? I would say um, based on kind of, you know, the markets I've looked at, I've looked at a lot, I, I think we would rank... If there was a gold medal at the Olympics, I think we would probably win it hands down <laughs> as the most property okay. obsessed country in the world. I mean, one of the lenses on that, you know, uh, so in October we had about 145 million visits to our site. Yeah, it's crazy. We've only got 25 million people. I know. <laughs> if, if you take out the kids and, and possibly, you know, the elderly, you know, who, who aren't interested in, in, in property, that's an enormous interest in property in this country and you can see it in, in the amount we spend on advertising our property we are we probably present our properties the best of anywhere i've seen in the world and look that's great for our business but it's also great for consumers when they're, they're buying you, you see the property presented in, in a great light as i said um, india has a has a very strong property ethos it is seen as a way you will build wealth over time in that country and similarly in in, in you know places like singapore vietnam um, very strong property ownership um, kind of um, ethos in the country, which, which bodes well for us. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, maybe as well as exporting your knowledge and your tech when you go to these other countries, you also need to export that Australian mentality of <laughs> buying a home and then buying a second one. <laughs> that is something we do try. And one of the things we try to do in each of these countries is uplift the experience. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go on to the, you know, portals in, in many countries, even in, in mature places like Europe, and, and you compare the experience and the way property is presented to here, it, it looks pretty awful. And we're absolutely um, of the view that if you uplift that experience, you'll get greater consumer engagement and, and you just help the whole market. So um, we do want to take a lot of what we do well here in Australia around property um, to the offshore markets. So speaking of offshore markets, uh, REA Group has uh, a presence in the US um, and we've been watching the recent Zillow saga with a lot of interest. So we'd love to uh, pick your brains and and 
I guess get your your view on it. So, for people that are unfamiliar, Zillow is an, uh, a listing site over in the US, and they moved into algorithmically buying houses as well as just listing them on their website. And they've recently exited the business after losing a fair bit of money and now they're trying to sell the houses that they own off. So it was probably a failed venture, but it was a really interesting one at the time. And I know there was some Australian fund managers, some pretty notable Australian fund managers that were very excited about about that business extension for Zillow. So sitting uh, at where you are as CEO of REA Group, how did you view that business extension at the time? And I guess in hindsight, now that it's failed, is there anything that Zillow got wrong about uh, the housing market that um, that they, they should have been aware of? Look, I have to say, um, you know, we, we watched that incredibly closely because, you know, if, if it became the way that consumers prefer to transact on property, then you know, odds are it would have found its way to Australia um, in some form and therefore, you know, we watched it from day one very closely. I have to say from day one I, I was incredibly sceptical um, about the ability for that to become um, a significant um, earner and one of the reasons was, you know, it was effectively flipping properties and, you know, they were buying properties they were sending a crew in to, to fix them up and give them a lick of paint or, or fix anything that needed, you know, repairing. Um, but the reality is to make money on that, they had to effectively buy it below market from the consumer. And that's a pretty awful consumer proposition that I'll buy your house off you at below market so I can make some money on it. Now, the proposition was, you know, it was instant, you know, so you got an instant sale. So if you were in a hurry to sell a desperate seller, you know, it was a service you would probably pay for by taking a discount on your market value. But I think the vast majority of consumers didn't want to do that. And then there's the, the transaction costs. You know, so, for example, that model, I couldn't see it working here in Australia with stamp duty. Mm, stamp duty yeah, would just blow true. it out of the water from a profitability perspective. But there's also transaction costs in the US. They were paying agents to sell the property, and so that's about 3% commission. Um, there was the cost of the repairs. There were the taxes. Um, and, you know, they just couldn't turn it to a profit. And so it was a fairly major reversal of, mm. of a very big strategy to, to pull a pin on that, um, having been talking it up for so many years. Yeah, big change. Big change. So, Owen, we have been asking every CEO that comes on about sustainability, a very important topic for the Equitymates community. So how are you approaching sustainability within REA Group? We take sustainability incredibly seriously, all aspects of sustainability. I have a view any corporate worth their salt should be taking action. You know, it's on all of us to do this. And it, and we can get frustrated with politicians, but the reality is we can control what we do. And so let's ignore what the politicians are doing, just take action ourselves. So I'm really proud REA is a, a certified carbon neutral organisation. We made a decision two years ago to do that. We've done that two ways. We have got our carbon emissions reduction targets certified externally. And, and this year, I was really pleased here in Australia, we reduced our carbon footprint by 20%. If you even include our new business in India, we still reduced it by 3%. And so, you know, um, we think we've got a, a, a lot to do with that business to, to bring them in on the journey. Um, so we're really pleased with certified carbon neutral, but we're not done. We want to have carbon emission reduction targets going on. We're looking at um, investing heavily in solar. We've got a very big office footprint here in Richmond in Melbourne and it's got a perfect 
kind of format to do that. So we want to work with our landlord and try and re reduce the entire electricity consumption of our building. And then, but it's sustainability in all forms. And so, you know, we work with our customers to work out how the property industry can help with this by building, you know, more sustainable building, by advertising those that are, are better energy rated and, and kind of try and force that agenda because that's where so much of the carbon emissions come from. And then across all the other kind of um, social environment and governance aspects, we invest heavily in cybersecurity. We're, we're massive on diversity here. You know, I'm really pleased our work, workforce is 50-50, gender diverse. Our leadership team, well, it can't be 50-50, we're nine, but we're five female, four male. Um, you know, it, it's all of the aspects of sustainability are really important to us and our staff. And it's one of the, you know, we have a very young workforce um, and it's something, you know, they would demand of us even if, if, we, if it wasn't important to me. Mm, mm, good to hear. Well, Owen, I, I've got to say, so I, I'm in Sydney now, but I used to be down in Melbourne uh, working for Coles. And I remember when anyone, there were a couple of people that left Coles to go and work at REA Group. And the overriding feeling was just one of jealousy, I remember, because <laughs> REA, REA has this reputation, uh, at least in Melbourne, but I assume everywhere, of just being a really great place to work. So uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. And you know, the, the business is incredible as well. But the success story to date has been something to behold. But, you know, we're investors today and we're looking forward and uh, we love thinking long term here at Equity Mates. So if you think about REA in 10 or 20 years time, what does success look like for you? Oh, look, our purpose is to change the way the world experiences property. And if you think out 10 years or even 20 years, if we've delivered on our purpose, the way people transact on property, the way people get, find rental properties, um, engage with landlords and property managers, that will change significantly. The way people get a mortgage will change significantly. You know, we, we've just launched our loan tracker offering. If you tell us about your mortgage details, sit back and relax. We'll scan the market every single month for you across 3,000 products. And if we find one better for you, we'll let you know and see if you want to do something about it. And so I think the way people interact with the entire property journey will improve and change and we want to drive that. You know, specifically in 10 years' time, you know, I'd like to think we are the clear number one um, property portal in India by a long way, you know, with a, with a, with a significant sustainable lead. We, we originate 5% of mortgages today. Um, we've said, how, you know, we want to do one in 10 mortgages for Australians and we want to give them, as I said, the fastest approval and the most choice uh, in the market. So that will change. I think the way people rent properties, um, if we succeed, as I think we will, it'll be a much more pleasant experience than it is today. And, and, you know, so if we deliver on all of these things, we'll create value for our shareholders, we'll create value for our consumers, and we'll create value for our customers. Sticking on the question of uh, looking to the future, Owen, you are a director of the Hawthorne Football Club, and Alec <laughs> and I are massive footy fans. I'm a Bombers man, which will excite you, and uh, <laughs> Ren, Ren is a Swans fan. Uh, who makes the flag? Who makes the final, grand final, 2022? You're obviously oh, going to say Hawthorne. It's, it's always hard to, to, to pick the bolters. So, you know, look, the Hawks finished outside the eight uh, this year and whilst we've got the backbone of a fan, I think our next premiership side and we've got some great draft picks, 
it'd be a pretty big call to come from outside the eight to, to win the flags. So I won't say Hawthorne. <laughs> That's, I was expecting you to say Hawthorne, but I respect that. <laughs> no, no, but we, ha- we, have, we have silverware on our sites in the, in, the, in the next few years. Don't you worry about that. Nice. Um, so, look, it's hard to go past when you sit here at the end of the season, the current premiers. Mm. Melbourne yeah. were yeah. so good. Yeah. And they've kept their side together. They've probably augmented it a little bit. Uh, it's very hard to see, you know, go past them as a pick. The, the Bulldogs have recruited well. And so they will be a, a contender again. Um, and so, you know, you go through that top four from this year and it's hard to pick one that's going to fall away. You know, even Geelong have picked up another couple of players. So I normally, this time of year, go for the this the current year's grand finalists. Um, it sometimes works. I picked the Panthers for the NRL Premiership this year at the start of the year because they were runners up the year before. Nice. But, you know, that's where my money would be, probably the Dogs or, or Melbourne. Nice. My bold prediction, Geelong don't make top six. That would be. Look, I don't know if that's very like, bold, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, right. So look, they're, 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 their side's not getting any younger. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Anyway, we're not here to chuck for you. Well, we, we could do another, we could we do could it do another half an hour, but we, we should leave it. Um, but, Owen, uh, we really appreciate you taking the time uh, and would love to do it again. Uh, but in the meantime, good luck with everything as you stretch that property empire around the world. Mm, very much appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Bryce. Really enjoyed it. Well, nice one, Ren. Always great to hear from the CEOs of these companies. Uh, enjoyable interview. So thanks to Owen for making the time. Yeah, and a big thanks to Superhero for sponsoring this episode. Uh, couldn't do this without you. Uh, if you are interested in REA Group or any of the other companies available on the US or the Australian market, you can head over to Superhero and look them up, uh, get more information on them today. That's it. Remember, head across to our Instagram for your chance to win a 1000 bucks by leaving your favourite fact from this interview uh, on the comment section for the post for REA Group and stick around for next episode as we head across overseas and take a look at Beyond Meat, one of those companies going into the meat substitute business Mm. so yeah fascinating uh, company and we can't wait to uh, pick it up next episode equity mates investing podcast is a product of equity mates media all information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only it is not intended as a substitute for professional finance legal or tax advice the hosts of equity mates investing podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.